Welcome back to The Journey Podcast. Not your average Bachelor ABC podcast. We're here to really dig into the stuff that you guys care about. My name is Emma, and I'm here with my brother, Connor. Today, we're breaking down week 10 of Tasha's season of The Bachelorette. We had a dramatic rose ceremony and the, as always, cringe men tell all on Monday, followed by a double episode with a very interesting hometowns episode at La Quinta on Tuesday. Uh, We decided to watch uh, the tape it and then watch it back to back the Monday and Tuesday episode. So it came out to like three, a little over three hours of Bachelor content uh, or Bachelorette content. And it was definitely, uh, I was definitely Bachelorette out that's read it out by the end and that was uh pretty taxing um and and all ending with the uh the hometown stuff and you had to get through the the three cuts that she made in the first hour of the first episode then that brutal tell all and then finally the hometowns which were getting uh, kind of boring towards the end but we made it through and there was some actual drama um so we're going to start with the monday episode where the first hour of the monday episode was the blake one-on-one and then she didn't even do a rose ceremony. She just called people out to eliminate them. Um, she was probably given a deadline, like, hey, we're going to, we were, we were been talking about how is she going to narrow this down? Like, we only have a couple weeks left. And she literally did it in quick succession all on Monday in that first hour. She was just calling people out, taking them out back and eliminating them. It was pretty, uh, pretty tough. I was glad this was, okay, maybe not Monday night's episode, but Tuesday's episode was like, just the first time it's been just like classic bachelorette setup of the episode itself like i guess there was a little bit of a to be continued they had to finish off did they do the rose ceremony on tuesday night at the beginning yeah i think so right the way that they set it up it was like monday we got rid of kind of the fluff but i would have been very upset if that had been an entire week's worth like dragged out i would have been like oh my god that's such a waste of a week because we knew that blake wasn't going to stay we knew i knew riley wasn't going to stay i knew noah and bennett were going home like all of this stuff i knew so i wasn't particularly surprised but they kind of need to hurry up the season so i was like okay like let's just get us to hometowns but then that episode on tuesday was great because we saw all of the hometowns and then we saw the rose ceremony at the end and it left me at the end I was able to have my emotional emotional response to the events and then next week moving on you know yeah yeah so you want to start off breaking down them it's not much here the Monday up so there's the Blake one-on-one I mean we kind of knew that this was over like Blake we didn't Blake was not on the level of the other guys and when they were like embraced together on that like Matt the crystal master (laughs) Uh, staring to each other's eyes and she's just like I just didn't see it in his eyes man like <laughs> very strange stuff like um, she kind of she did this with Riley too she needed to break it to them without saying oh like the other guys are better or just maybe with Riley I, this is one of my theories she just wasn't attracted to Riley um, she's like Riley like I feel really comfortable around you you're really sweet and so he's like, what am I missing? Like, what I do wrong then? I honestly think, like, she thinks the other guys are more attractive to her. <laughs> like, honestly, at this point, you know? Like, Riley's great. He's a great guy. And, you know, they've had their good connection. But I think she thinks Zach is hotter. And Ivan <laughs> and uh, Brendan are hotter. So, and Ben. So, honestly, that's my theory. I disagree. Um, I think that, I don't, I mean, I think it was an attraction thing at the end of the day. But I think it was, like, 
I don't think she wasn't like if she lined them all up, I would don't think she would have been like, okay, I'm gonna pick the top four cutest guys. No, I I just think she has a better connection with the other guys or the same as Riley, but these things are hotter. Also, we've never seen a bachelorette or bachelor say like, I'm not attracted to you. That's why I'm sending you home. Like they always had this dance around, and that's kind of what Tasha did. Uh, with Blake, was he was just done from the start. I mean, I mean, I don't know if she was attracted to him. Obviously, there's no way I can know that, but I mean, there was just nothing really there. Blake was just kind of long for the ride and then he got negged so yeah I felt bad for Blake I mean I just felt bad because he just kind of got a he got bad luck this season like he just didn't get much camera time his one-on-one was at the very end so she was already way more far ahead with all the other guys and I wish that he was more of like a star of the show because I actually think that he and Tasha would have had a good relationship given he had more time but since he didn't I just didn't see enough of his personality to like I'm not going to really miss him that much now that he's gone, but I want to see him again because I want to see him kind of develop. I would prefer if he was like more of a star where like a leader, whereas like, I think paradise. For sure. Yes. I, hope he, I feel like he's just going to like fall in love in paradise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's yeah. I think that's what's going to happen to him. I don't think Taysha was the girl for him. I just don't think he got enough time. Remember the beginning, he like bought a book and read a book for, for Claire. Remember that? Oh my God. Like I totally about, like, I bought a book uh, about Alzheimer's, right? Yeah. I mean, like, he literally like, full sent Claire and he messaged her before. Uh, Wait, too. that was Blake? Yeah, that was Blake. So he really full oh. sent Claire and, and, and then Tasha comes around and he was just kind of on the, took a backseat the season. So I'm surprised he made it this long. Um, but <laughs> all time moment for him was when he made the, the clay sculpture of a penis. <laughs> all these guys are like explaining their trauma and like their their backgrounds and like what makes them them of this out of the sculptures like and he just comes in like yeah i made a penis because <laughs> i don't even know his reasoning but it's just wild <laughs> um that's an all-time blake moment then that, that kind of solidified that he's perfect for bachelor in paradise so um yeah he'll he'll be a star there yeah i i actually didn't even think about all that stuff with claire i think maybe well for sure he was there for claire and that's probably why he didn't do so well because he kind of had a sight set on Claire. And then after that went down, maybe, I don't know who in the world would see Tasha and be like, eh, I prefer Claire, but Jason. maybe a little bit of his heart was still with her. Cause he had done all this preparation for Claire. And now he was like, oh my God, just like shocked that now Tasha was here and he didn't prepare at all. And now he doesn't know what to do. And maybe that's why they just like, didn't have that much of a connection. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Riley? So oh, after yeah. that, so she's like already a wreck after sending home Blake for some reason. I don't know, like it was no, kind of weird that how she was so connected to Blake, even though we haven't really seen anything good out of that. But she comes back into the house, the guys are just chilling, and she sits down. She like is noticeably crying. The guys are like, oh my god, what's wrong? Um, and she's like, Riley, can, can I take you out back? <laughs> can we go talk? And everyone knows, like, that's kind of it. Um, t- takes him on the bench and just really, I don't know, this breakup was pretty brutal. Riley's like, bro, what am I missing? Like, what's going on? Like, I, we never really see that reaction out of a, a bachelor or bachelorette contestant that gets broken up with. They never say, like, what I do wrong or, like, what's yeah. up here? So, you know, Riley really handled it in a mature way, um, you know, left with, in a mature way. And I don't know, I think Riley's uh, too good for her. I think that too. I also think Tasha sort of messed up these breaks breakups a little bit with Blake and more so with Riley but I think the way that she was like 
we're not on the same page. She always says that. She was totally so just dancing around it, and yeah. it wasn't. That's why I think she's not attracted to the guy. Yeah, I I think so too. I think she was just like, no, like I'm not into it, which is sad because Riley's like a perfect guy on paper, and I think he will be like the best guy ever for a girl who actually appreciates him and isn't like running around with freaking Zach. But like, she just the way that she said it, it was like so complimentary that he was like, like oh my god riley like you make me feel so good like you're really such a great guy and and so he's like what and what are we doing here it's like why why you why'd you keep me around yeah just to neg me yeah it's he really said, weird he was like then why keep me around so long if you like didn't feel this way it, like we didn't have a connection but you like think all these things about me i think Tasha messed that up i was like really frustrated about that like i just feel like you owe riley at the least just to be honest with him and be like look like I don't know. She should have just been a lot more honest and frank with him because he's an attorney. I think he would appreciate that. Just from like what I've learned about Riley is that he's not, he's kind of like cut the crap. Like, I don't want to hear you like talking in circles around what's actually going on. And I just like, it was, oh my God. And then when Tasha like starts crying, cause she's like, I didn't want anyone to get hurt. I'm like, are you kidding? Do you know what the show is about? Like, yeah, it's, I, it's not Tasha's fault. I mean, it's your dating. 30 guys and you're also you have six guys probably like you're in love with four or five yeah four um you're gonna hurt someone and she's gonna if she thought that was bad this the final two decision is gonna be even worse for her so that's gonna be um she's gonna be in the desert having to choose in that white dress having to choose who she's gonna marry and it's gonna be brutal for her so um, that's something to look out for for sure um, not to get too much into the speculating which we can do later after yeah the results but I think it might be harder for her if I was Tasha or just me from the outside looking in I think it's harder for her to narrow it down to two guys than it will be for her to pick one you know yeah yeah that's like, true I, I just know that she's gonna pick Zach yeah, she's not yeah it's it's well we'll it's talk her. about like we'll talk about speculations for fantasy and going in but um feel like throughout that. this episode we got a lot of pro Zach confessionals a lot of Zach telling the story again a lot of Zach like asking like something happens and it just goes to how Zach's feeling all the time I don't know whether that's a product of him being good at the confessional type of thing for a reality show and the interviews with producers but he's getting again a lot of this this season and if we obviously you would never watch these episodes back it's like why would you do that to yourself but <laughs> if you watch the episodes back and I think if if we find out Zach wins, if you go back this season, you could be like, oh yeah, we we saw this coming because he has been the center of attention a lot for Tasha and just like the producers emphasizing what he's saying, what he's thinking through the confessional. So um, from an edit standpoint, I think it's hard to not see the Zach win coming. But we'll talk we'll talk about that later. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, so then we get into the tell all. We see, well, then they have a roast ceremony, right, to eliminate. Yeah. Noah. To Bennett. get rid of Noah and Bennett, which is literally last week in the tell all clip, they show Noah and Bennett. Did you not see that? Because everybody in the teaser no, thing, they showed that, the, yeah. And it's so it's like there was no drama really behind that. Um, you know, Noah crying in the car. I was always anti Noah, but like that kind of got to me. I mean, he's a young kid, uh, probably not ready, ready for uh, definitely not ready for marriage, but like gets in the car, starts crying, like I don't know kind of felt bad in that moment so something that I noticed about Noah I think it was interesting that Noah and Bennett both went home at the same time so that I could see both of the their reactions and then kind of compare them because there's all this Bennett and Noah had all this conflict because Bennett hated Noah because he thought he was immature but really like 
the way that Noah, so when Noah finds out that he didn't get the rose, he is so mature. He's like, he tells Tasha like, look, if I can't have you, I'm glad it's one of those guys in that room. Take, and then she sees like, take good care of her. Yeah, like she's yeah. very special. And it's so obvious to me that Noah cares a lot about Tasha. And then I'm like, okay, maybe he is here for the right reasons. I doubted that before, but I think his finish and him leaving like that, I think he ended on great terms with everyone. And it was a, and he was crushed obviously. And it was a huge sign of maturity on his part. But then you look at Bennett's reaction. It was not about Tasha at all like it really none of it mattered about his relationship with her he was just like i'm so upset to be leaving because i don't think that he actually cared for taisha i don't think he thought he was gonna leave too i thought he he thought he was gonna win this he's like i i honestly thought there was a zero percent chance that i would leave the show i was so confident after my conversations with taisha when i came back and he legit thought he was gonna win the whole thing yeah and so like he was like blindsided by that it's just like his ego is uh shot there um so yeah he was sitting in the car and that interview like when he's getting wheeled out of here he's like i can't believe i'm doing this again i thought i, I thought Tasha and i were on good terms so uh yeah and then we get to into the tell-all then they reignite rehash beat the dead horse of the noah bennett drama that was um, a joke yeah it was yeah. all a joke and then they uh bring do we do we want to talk about this they bring yosef back <laughs> so this guy quarantines and tests and stuff they bring him out on the couch for him to just get flamed for like three minutes of showtime probably like i don't know like an hour of real life time but yeah um it was brutal i mean obviously yosef's in the wrong like this guy's a an asshole like i mean <laughs> they showed the clip again of him just being like i'm appalled to be even associated with you claire i'm confused and i think kenny made a good point actually when he was like dude like i was the one who got naked and i didn't have a problem with it blake did it too jamar did it too and we didn't say anything but like you're on the outside making us seem like we're dumb because you're like judging it but you didn't even do it i was just watching that and i was like oh my god that's the stupidest thing i've ever seen yeah it's like i guess i have a i guess i know what he's saying but like still he wasn't even on the date but like the way he said it it's like do you even know how to talk to people <laughs> let alone some like the bachelorette like jesus and then of course they got another chance to show claire having a moment and claire standing up for herself and claire's to be have you do the uh, claire imitation of the the uh the reason oh, yeah. bachelorette. i am the oldest bachelorette i'm still um that's 39 that's still single because i didn't settle for men like that it's yeah, the funniest thing then they showed that clip again which they showed a bunch of times and yeah we get um, it just reminded me how much claire sucks um her, she, she could make a moment all about her and not have about this guy's an absolute loser um and while all the guys all the guys have common sense and are like no dude that was wrong um and one, so yeah my one takeaway from the whole tell-all this is the last thing i'll point out is i just came away from that like oh my god i'm so glad that claire is not the bachelorette i would not have been able to sit here and yeah, watch an entire season, season would be trashed because yeah we saw the, the bloopers it's like her housing snacks on, on the production her screaming at like rats in the in the field like i'm the bachelorette um i really did not need to see more of claire in the bloopers and i'm just so glad it's tasha now because uh this whole season would be absolutely unbearable if it's uh claire making everything about her tasha has been the opposite honestly if you think about it because we don't really know that much about tasha emotionally um i've heard on like other uh uh podcasts and stuff so the the noah went on like uh nick viles podcast and said 
that the top four um, that we saw in the hometowns, they did not know that much about Tasha. Like, go like general stuff that you think you know about someone you might get engaged to. They just didn't know about her. They don't not know that much about her. Other than that, she's just extremely pretty and she's like super fun to be around and she's super funny. So like, they don't know that much about her. So she's not really opening up while she's making all these guys open up. And that's kind of the opposite of, I'd rather have that. Obviously, Tasha's been really good bachelorette, but like, I'd rather have that than Claire making literally everything about herself. And uh, obviously, she's the star of the show, but literally making everything about herself in a really annoying way. So yeah. I'm, yeah, honestly, just so glad Claire's not in my life right now. Yeah, there's two sides to the spectrum. It's either them being like Claire and just everything is about them and they're like oversharing. And it's so like, I did not ask for that. Yeah. And then I think Tasha's on the other side, total polar opposite, where it's like, she she is a leader and she's a great bachelorette. And it's great that she's the only girl and like surrounded by all these guys. And I love that she gets to pick, but she is very much more so like, prying open these guys and trying to get them to open up to her rather than her sharing really anything because I don't know anything about Tasha. Yeah. Um, so do we want to talk about hometowns? That was kind of a quick recap of the Monday episode, yeah. but not much happened. We got Blake gone. Um, Riley, that emotional goodbye. Oh, and then the tell all when they showed the clip of the montage of like their relationship and all their cute moments between Riley and Tasha and just <laughs> showed Riley's reaction. It's like oh, absolutely brutal. Yeah. Like, oh my God, that sucks. They, they didn't his have hand, to his hands. Oh my God. Awful, awful <laughs> stuff. Um, so yeah, now we get to hometown. So we have Brendan, Zach, Ivan, and Ben um, in that order. That's uh uh, how they did the hometowns they brought the some select family members and into the bubble and then they made uh dates according to like your city or your hometown makeshift dates within la quinta so it was it was the dates were awful but um obviously you can't have that this year in 2020 where um, hometowns are actually pretty cool where you actually travel to their hometown do something in there and then actually go to like your house um and this this year obviously was different but we got a lot of cool moments um we can break them down one by one but we got a lot of cool moments between the uh contestants and their family members i have a question we will eventually get into all of the hometowns but which one out of the four was your favorite both the date and also the meeting the family portion i gotta say it was ivan um compared to the other dates i mean then probably brendan but ivan was like a classic thing that you'd actually do if they were a couple they cooked um they hung out with family you had the niece involved obviously show you're good with kids is always a plus brendan did that as well and then um the family i just love ivan's parents they're so cute um ivan's pet dad's conversation with taster was really really cute and i think that was the best hometown but as we said it won't matter because she's choosing zach so yeah ivan your favorite too I was also going to say, Ivan, Brendan yeah. is a close second because they both did similar things in like kind of incorporating to the date itself parts of them and their family because it's like you can't like what Zach and Ben did was recreate their hometown itself, which you kind of miss out on because it's like you're not driving around the town like, you know, when they're driving around and they're like, oh, that's where I went to high school. Like, that's where I did this. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's where I did all this stuff. And that's what I think is so nice about the actual hometown date. But this season, I think 
Brendan and Ivan did something different and they took a different approach and they're like, okay, I'm not going to be able to recreate my hometown in all its glory. And once we're engaged, like we can go there after and have the real thing and not do this like cheesy box of a car around New York City. Oh my God. We'll talk about that. That was cringe. But I think Ivan and Brendan were like, okay, so if I can't do that, let me show them part of my family. So Brendan brought his niece, which was like adorable, very, very smart move for him. And then because Taisha loved, Taisha loved that. And then Ivan yeah. with a little clip of, oh, with a little clip of his niece, which was like yeah. the cutest thing ever. And then them cooking the. Um, yeah, he didn't try any cheesy dish. stuff about Houston or anything, you know? He just kind of no. just took them like, this is what we're doing. We're cooking with the family. And this is just like general family time. It doesn't matter what we're doing as long as we're a family. It's all good. I mean, I, I, Ivan had the. Ivan, didn't try to get cute with it and he had probably one of the more realistic dates and it was I thought it was great. Ivan has been very good at having very realistic dates this season. One of my biggest problems with The Bachelorette and The Bachelor in general is that them falling in love is so unrealistic and I think normally since they're traveling around the world you just can't have like a realistic date. Like, I'd fall in love with anyone if we're in Paris and then the yeah. next day we're in London and the next day we're you know yeah. like yeah it's crazy so uh yeah this is kind of very grounded season and uh, I think Ivan really uh showed up but I think so we get to hometown so first we'll talk about Brendan he did a uh so he's from Massachusetts and he's a big carnival guy so his small town in Massachusetts has a lot of carnivals so he did that um set up some cheap like a cheap papa shop thing (laughs) papa shop thing with like construction paper and bubble letters like some producer drew on it yeah it was insanely cheap but i mean that's what they that's what they're doing like quinta in covid so um then brings in the niece uh very calculated move shows how good with kids he is um she she was like doing tiktok dances and stuff like yeah for real like that's what she's been doing all summer like this is august like yeah that's what i think they were like learning a tiktok dance at some point but like, oh, i missed that yeah, learned, like this this 12 year old girl is like i don't know in the summer can't like do anything it's in covid so she's been doing tiktok stuff all summer um and then he was like dancing like pretty pretty good dancer brendan gotta say um and yeah it kind of showed a, a more bubbly friendlier side to Tasha, and uh that was always good i mean i thought it was a great date but i mean obviously she likes Zach better um i also have to say we can talk about this now the sweat this episode really <laughs> showed throughout the season i've been wondering i mean summer in palm springs it's like 120 degrees yeah literally so I don't know how these guys and I mean Tasha's probably getting wiped off every other clip, but these guys are staying strong. And then we start to see some sweat last week and then from Ivan, but Brendan was sweating bullets at this carnival. Like he was drenched. When Ben was talking to his sister, I think it was, like they would zoom in on his face and I'd be like, Oh my god, he's so sweaty. And then they'd cut away and they cut back and he would be like wiped off. But then, like, two seconds later, he was just as sweaty, and it just kept coming, and they kept wiping Yeah, him. it's just non-sweaty, sweaty, non-sweaty, sweaty. They're, like, alternating clips. It was so obvious, and it was so funny. Um, I just had to say, like, yeah, they were sweating bullets out there. They were good sports. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll talk about the – yeah, so they were doing the carnival stuff, doing handshakes and stuff. Pretty cute. Um, then the brother gets involved. Um, he has a really good relationship with his brother. So he brings uh, his brother and the brother's wife in. Um, I think that's it, right? Yeah, his parents were not there. Yeah, so, I mean, then they just talked. Um, uh, the brother did a really good job. They were bros. I mean, the brother hyped him up, said, like, hey, I've never seen Brendan like this. Um, you got to, you know, he can tell he's really in love. Yeah, you got to have a bro that can 
uh, also be a wingman like that. That's uh, it's good. Big props to the bro for uh, helping his case. Yeah. I mean, I just thought all around, like the way that Tasha presents herself when she is with Brendan, I think there's a slight change in her energy, which just shows how much she likes him. Yeah. She lights and up when she sees Brendan. So. She's just so, so happy to be with him and to like, just be spending time with him. And I think that doesn't necessarily happen with Ben or Ivan a little bit. And obviously it didn't really happen with Ben, but um, I just think like Brendan is such a good match for her and she knows it too. Like both been divorced. That's interesting. If Zach and Brendan are the top two, both been divorced, that would be a very interesting thing yeah. to see. But I like literally just watching him meet the, like watching Tasha meet the family, like she would fit in so well. And I just thought that after watching that date, I was like, oh my God, if he doesn't get a, like, if he doesn't get a rose, I Fancy. don't know what to say anymore. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's been a front runner. He got the first one-on-one, right? Near the fireworks yeah. date. Like, I thought he was top then, obviously, because, I mean, it was the first one-on-one. It went really well. And then, uh, you know, he's just been having good interactions all season, been kind of keeping up his stock. And then, uh, you know, he show up to the hometowns, brother hypes him up, and that uh, is the recipe for fancy. So go on, Brendan. Um, I really like Brendan. I would not be uh, – I mean, obviously, our prediction is Zach's going to win, but I would be, I would love for him to win in that double K show. I'd be way happier if Brendan won. Oh, yeah. Totally. Way happier. Uh, now we'll that talk, my, yeah. my favorite Ben is gone, I want Brendan <laughs> to win. All right, you want to talk about uh, Zach's awful. The date was so cringe. I oh. like, it was so bad. Tasha is such a good sport for dealing with, like, literally just crap. Like, they, these. <laughs> like they have nothing like they're out there in the desert it's like so hot and this guy is like dragging you around the resort Tasha's her probably her room is right there she's like I just want to go back to bed and he's like dragging her around in this like weird taxi to get bagels and pizza like I yeah. would absolutely lose it if I was Tasha. she's like yeah I'll have blueberries on mine he's like what are you doing like oh my god like yeah. your blueberries and your bagel it's like not New York and she's like it's my bagel yeah. it was kind of weird interaction there oh um but yeah the and then, so they, we walk around La Quinta in this fake paper taxi. It's so cringe. They could have had it like there and then do one stop with that, but they actually did it the whole day, like walking around the different parts of La Quinta in this paper fake taxi thing. Um, and then they end up in a fountain in La Quinta <laughs> and she just full sends it in with her like really nice dress on. That's, and then playing over that, we have a Tasha confessional saying, I'm falling in love. I, 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 yeah, I fall, I'm falling in love with Zach. And earlier when she was talking about Brendan, she's like, I see myself falling in love with Brendan. So she's already there with Zach. And that was very over that. We see Tasha kind of going out of her comfort zone and jumping in this probably like musty fountain Ew. and with Zach. And it, honestly, I mean, that's kind of all I need to see about how Zach's going to win. Because she's the furthest in terms of I'm falling in love with Zach, rolling around in a La Quinta fountain with him in like a 100 multiple, you know, like a really expensive dress. And yeah, and then that's all I need to see. Zach's going to win. Book it. Yeah, I like after seeing Brandon's date, I was like, wow, this can't get any better. And then Zach was next. And I, was I awful, also but noted- yeah, Tasha loved it. 
Yes, it was the date itself was so bad, but I think Tasha was even happier with Zach than she was with Brendan, which was I don't know how she feels that way. It's beyond me. Like I don't see it, but the way that she was literally even happier with Zach than she was with Brendan, I like he he has to win. Like she must just be in love with him because she like just the way that she acts like the getting in the fountain like I just saw that scene of them in the fountain together and I said that's it that's and then it. her her uh voiceover over that I'm falling in love with Zach I'm like oh yeah book it yep there um, are no reservations either nope, he knows nope. it it's he done. loves it Zach knows he's gonna win too yep. um yeah then so Zach's family is pretty pretty uh chill I mean the old parents, this classic, uh, I wrote down, like, old dads never like the process, the bachelor process. The journey. Like, it's so, yeah, the journey, right? Yeah, they're like, oh, it's, it seems a little early here. Uh, it's, it's all going so fast. How do you know? You know, it's like, this is actually, they don't know. It's like, this is a reality show where this kind of the idea of it. Um, but yeah, I love, I love seeing old dads kind of grill the bachelor bachelorette on, uh, it's like, are you sure? Like, you know? um yeah. kind of saw that with Zach's dad but um Zach's family was fine I mean yeah I don't really the conversations went well um kind of kind of got some grillage from the dad about the process but that's it yeah I I don't even like remember his family that well like I just uh, it's less important to me like it's interesting seeing them with their family and like lining them all up but I think that like at the end of the day that her meeting the family it's more about like her fitting in which i think she fits in with everyone because yeah. she's tasha but it's not it's more about the way that she acts when she is with whatever guy and the way that she acts when she's with zach when she's meeting zach's family is so 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 important and it's so obvious that she is like just head over heels for him so sad i don't get um, it yeah we so we talked about ivan some about his date so uh, that cooks a Philippine, uh, Filipino meal. Um, and it's, you know, it goes pretty well. I mean, she clearly likes hanging out with Ivan. Like he's probably fun to be around, but I don't see her lighting up like she does even with Brendan and obviously Zach. So, um, he also did the niece thing and Ivan's parents, uh, uh, come out and they're super, super cute. I mean, the mom is so cute, mm -hmm. uh, but she's like, kind of not grilling Tasha, but kind of asking like what's this process going and then Ivan's like it's like you'll see like I have this fantasy suite next week and then I'm like oh okay <laughs> and yeah. you talk about it after ball. that's pretty funny um and then he kind of knows that he'll be in the top three like he knows uh he's pretty confident um and then we have the uh we kept like having hints of this when Ivan's like yeah I just wish my brother was here it's kind of I was kind of weird and, yeah. I'm, and I'm like all right why are you doing this if you don't have the brother it's like yeah I was kind of like just be happy kind of that the rest of your family is there yeah and then the, the brother walks out and makes a makes a really good moment that was so sweet and I think Taisha like sitting there even like Taisha was tearing up after that yeah, reunion yeah, that was great that was and great. she just like literally she could not send Ivan home even if she's not feeling it with Ivan she literally could not send Ivan home yeah, imagine like that. reuniting him with his brother and then just being like sorry Ivan. <laughs> there's no way <laughs> you can get on the same flight home with your brother <laughs> <laughs> oh that's, that would be brutal oh, um right. yeah and um, yeah anything else about Ivan I don't know really I just think that, that she is so welcome in that family and I like, okay, this is where I'm going to get into predictions because 
before this, I thought, so, well, right now I'm in a different place than I was a couple minutes ago, actually, but I thought that Ivan, you know, the top two, one safe choice and the other is going to be the risky choice. I know that the risky choice is going to be Zach and I know that she's going to yeah. choose Zach, but I'm, I can't decide whether Ivan or Brendan are going to be that safe choice. After this date, I thought Ivan is the safe choice. Tasha is so welcome in this family. She will fit right in and she can live an amazing life with Ivan because she's been on these dates with him. She's been on these at-home cooking dinner dates. Like she knows what her future is going to be like with Ivan. And she knows it's going to be so, so great because Ivan's like the best. And so I think that Ivan could be in that top two, but seeing the way that she is with Brendan, now I'm sort of like, Brendan might be up there in that top two, which I wouldn't mind. Like, obviously like Brendan and Ivan, like it's a toss up, but I just think that the way that Tasha acts when she's with Brendan is slightly more yeah. into him. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be Brendan versus uh, Zach obviously yeah risky versus uh safe versus risky it's it always happens she has a type we've seen her ex if you look up pictures of her ex it's skinny white dudes with beards and zach and brendan fall exactly into that category um <laughs> and i i think like ivan had a great season i mean i'd love to see more of ivan after this but i don't i think he's gonna get uh it's he's gonna be the first one to go out of these final three and it really sucks but she has a type she lights up when she sees both of them. They've had better moments. Ivan laid it all out, all out on the line here. He pulled out all the stops, and it's still not enough. And it's going to be sad to see him go. But um, in the end, Tasha has a type, and she likes them better. So. Something interesting that I've heard um, in my Bachelor Nation reading and podcasts is that Bachelor Nation thinks that, you know how they're kind of foreshadowing that Brendan is having some reservations about proposing at the end of this? Yeah. Um, people are saying that they think Brendan is only on the show for clout because they're sort of like, look, dude, like you knew that you were going to have to propose. Like if yeah. you didn't want to propose again and you weren't ready to propose to anyone again, then like, why are you here in the first place? And they're kind of like, that is a just tried and true excuse that people have when they're not there for the Which, right. Yeah. Reason. They're trying to go for clout. I don't agree. <laughs> he got a lot of clout. Brendan he got a lot of clout. Brendan did get lie. out. I do, like he did get it. I don't think that he wants it. I think he really cares for Tasha, and Tasha really cares. I know. For I, I agree. I yeah. I I think he'll be fine. I mean, obviously for him, like proposing again. He he said like I want this to be the last time I ever propose. Obviously, so um, that's gonna be a problem with him. I hope he doesn't say that in front of Tasha. And no, because if you say you have any reservations, if you say <laughs> anything like that in front of Tasha, she just sends you home immediately. Like that's she what we saw ben. from Ben. That's what we yeah, saw. So you want to talk about the Ben date? Yep. Um, ben has been my favorite the whole season. I literally was like just torn apart by the way that he acted. I think that she, I think she really, really liked Ben. I do. I think that she, the way that she acted with him was up there with Zach. Maybe I'm just biased because I love Ben, but like, I think that she loved Ben but I think that she was nervous because he did not give her the same vibe which was stupid on his part. Yeah, so their date was kind of lame. It was the same, like, rollerblading around La Quinta, Venice, whatever. Um, has her, like, drink some... What was the thing? Like, they, they she uh, had to drink. Do, do you remember what it was called? The wellness shots? Yeah, the wellness shot. 
Yeah. And she's like, this is nasty. <laughs> yeah. And Ben's already down from that. Um, it's like, oh, let's go to the beach. And then they just go to the pool. Um, yeah. Date sucked. Uh, and then the, the family members he chose to bring were uh, his sister and a family friend. And apparently this family friend is like uh, a star on Top Chef. Yes, on- I actually looked her up. So I follow Ben on Instagram yeah. and Ben like reposted something that she posted. And then I was looking at her Instagram and I was like, she's like a, a chef influencer. She's on no Cutthroat idea. Kitchen. She's been on Top Chef a bunch of times. And she just makes the round on these cookie show, cooking shows and she's like a star. Yeah. <laughs> so- and that's, that's part of the reason why I think Tasha and Ben would have been the best couple coming out of the show. And I'm from the outside looking in, Ben is the best match for Tasha because he lives in California. He just does the fitness thing. He's sort yeah, of an influencer. Kind of influencer now, yep. And so like him and Tasha would have been such a good match. Like Tasha would have been able to do her beauty lifestyle stuff in Orange County, which is like what she's been doing forever. And Ben would have been able to do his thing and they would be perfect together. They could go out clubbing together, whatever yeah. they do. But did you, um, did you see what she said after the Zach date? So she's what? like, I would, I've always wanted to live in New York and I would love to move there. Really? Yeah, she said that. So, I, I mean, catch that. Zach, I mean, if, yeah. So I also think like that's perfect. Like uh, they're a perfect match. I mean, in terms of what they do, like being influencers living in Orange County or uh, Venice Beach and they just be, um, you know, just a super hot California couple. Yeah. Um, yeah, both still relatively young and, you know, and uh, they'd be great for each other. But the, the way she, after the Zach date, she's like, yeah, I could, I, I've always wanted to live in New York. Like, I would love to live in New York. So oh, I didn't catch yeah, that. She, she would move cross country for Zach. That's so um, Yeah, but so the Ben, so Ben is telling, uh, uh, he's like, I'm in love with her. And, and uh, was it her, his sister or? It was a friend. It was, it was a friend. It's like, okay, good. Now tell that to Tasha. It's not that hard. Yeah. You know? And um, he's like, oh, good. It gets to feels good to get that off my chest and then when they're sitting on the bench it's kind of that awkward stage of a date where you're kind of like all right Tasha's like all right I'm going to bed like before we get to that yeah interactions I think so looking at like the sister and her name is Antonia the friend right um like first of all Ben is so cute with them like I just loved like that like meeting the family was like the cutest thing ever for me it was my favorite of the four like that meeting of the family and also also the way that Tasha was like so comfortable probably because the sister and the friend were like in her age range yeah they were chill yeah be friends with but like she was just so much friendly with her and I was like okay like she is like such a great part of this family like I see her like going out with these girls and like being really good friends with them but it was so cute when Ben walks in and he's like, first of all, I got a girlfriend. Like I just thought like that <laughs> line, it was so cute. And I loved that interaction, but then he's so like able to emotionally connect with his sister and his friend. But then back to the bench with Tasha, he was, he couldn't oh, say word. Brutal. That awkward stage of the day. She's like, okay, I um, guess I'll just go to bed. It was literally way up for him. And he's just like, he should just been like, Tasha, like, I'm falling all of you. He should have just said it. And he's like, Tasha, I, I, uh, yeah, yeah. he kind of just like his brain, you can see a man's brain malfunctioning before <laughs> our eyes. Like he just, oh, it was brutal to watch. And he just couldn't say it. She got up and left. She's like, okay, bye, Ben. And that's it. And that was it. I, I knew after that second, I turned, uh, uh, turned around and told you, I'm just like, that's it. That's, that's the death knell for Ben. He couldn't do it. Um, honestly, if he said, 
uh, I'm falling in love with you there. I don't know what she does. I honestly like don't know how she chooses between the four. Maybe she sends Brendan home or Ivan. I mean, uh, I think Ben is. Uh, it's just she just wanted to see that emotional uh, availability from him, and she 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 didn't. He said that before the date, and I think if he said I'm falling in love with you, he would have stayed, and he would have made it to the top two. He and, would. Yeah. Yeah. He would absolutely blow it out of the water with the fantasy suite and he would be in that tournament. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that he didn't say it, that is just so, so, so frustrating for me. But when he didn't say it, and then when he went home after that, I said, you know what? I thought about it, I reflected, and I said, he's been like this the whole season. Remember from the very beginning, that like first group date when he didn't even talk to Tasha. Yeah. And That's then like at the beginning, at the beginning of this episode where he's like, yeah, I don't cry. I just like, don't feel that emotion. And so now then him not being able to say, I love you. It takes him, he has been through so much and it takes him so much to be able to open up and talk to a person. Obviously he was uncomfortable on that one-on-one when Tasha was forcing him to open up yeah. because he is so guarded. I think that I, I feel bad because the process is so rushed that he didn't have time to be able to be his full self. But I just think that like, then maybe, maybe he wasn't emotionally available enough to be a husband after this. Yeah. So yeah, when he gets sent home, he, 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 as you said, he doesn't cry. I mean, this man has been through so freaking much. Um, He's been through war, (laughs) army vet. (laughs) <laughs> he's been through obviously his struggles with eating disorder and depression. And I mean, yeah, he's just been through just so much, so many struggles. Um, and he like just can't cry. It's just something he just like is not capable of crying. Uh, and so after uh, he gets sent home, Tasha was looking for him to cry and maybe show some emotion. He just can't do it. And he's just like, his brain is malfunctioning again. And we're just seeing a man's brain break in front of us. And Tasha is so uh mad and not mad but just so confused it's like i'm honestly surprised i just sent you home like why aren't you showing one ounce of emotion so i'm not and then the way he acted after he got sent home kind of affirmed it for tasha um the thing i yeah the thing i liked about ben is like this guy could be a future bachelor i agree but Uh, i don't know now i don't know well when tasha broke up with him and they're sitting outside after and she's like oh can i walk you out the way that Ben is speechless again, I'm like, okay, so this wasn't the hometown date wasn't like a one-time thing. Clearly this guy has a lot to work through in his emotional availability and he could not be that husband for Tasha, you know? And so as, as much as I love Ben, as much as he will remain my favorite forever because he and Tasha should have been a great couple. I just think that like, at the end of the day, the way that he reacted coming out of that, Tasha was like, yeah, I made the right choice because Brendan would have cried. Ivan would oh, have yeah. cried. So it was really heartbreaking though to see Ben in the back of that car when he's like, I literally just blew it. But it's like the most disheartening look a man could have on his face without crying. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Ben had. He did not um, see tears. Yeah. I don't think he's built for Bachelor now, honestly. Like you're going through a lot of shit with The Bachelor. Um, I'm not saying Ben has been through a lot of shit, but I'm just saying emotionally, um, you're getting put through the ringer and I don't think Ben is built for the bachelor. I thought he was before I, uh, I mean, he'll be fine. Like he'll find someone, um, not worried about that. But if, uh, there were questions about him on the bachelor, I have been hearing things that he has been saying all the right things 
on the podcast Bachelor Circuit. So he might be his name might be thrown in the ring for um, after Matt James's season when they're looking for the next Bachelor. So um, I would obviously support it, but I don't know how built he is for the Bachelor considering all the emotional um, stuff you're going through with. I kind of feel like that too. Um, so basically, what's so different about the Bachelor Bachelorette process is that the lead the bachelor or the bachelorette in this season it's Tasha. they have to be so so open about their emotions like in those conf- in those confessionals they have to be like yeah. yeah i'm falling in love with this person or they have to be like yeah no i'm not so then they have to be the one to either break up with someone or to continue by giving them a rose i don't know if ben is as good at like deciphering what he's feeling and able to verbalize it to other people as he should be if he wants to be the bachelor like yeah, imagine like there's five people left and yeah. he can't say i'm falling in love with Tasha. what is he gonna do when there's five people and he probably all feels like he's falling in love with all of them so like and then when when all five of them are like i'm falling in love with you he's just gonna be like a deer in the headlights yeah. not knowing how to respond because especially like Tasha, like she isn't supposed to reveal who's her favorite so she can't just to zach be like i love you so when he says something like yeah i'm falling in love with you she's to be like oh my god that means so much like i feel the same like she can't really affirm that she feels the same way but like so if that happened to ben and ben was in that position he would just like not know what to say at all and that doesn't make for good tv yeah um with matt james um he like it's like the thing that is gonna drive the season. It's give you like, oh, I've never been in love before. Um, so that's kind of similar to uh, not similar to Ben in the way that, of like love, but like of like not being there emotionally, like being able to drive a bachelor season. I don't think Ben can do it. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see how Matt James is gonna drive this bachelor season and how they're gonna. Uh, um, kind of milk this idea it's like oh i've never been in love like blah 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 and how he's gonna navigate that so um, i'm just not sure that the production team like i just don't think that's as good of like a hook as it should be because what it looks to me it looks like he's not gonna know what to do with his emotions like if he's never been in love before he doesn't know that yeah he doesn't have a feeling how are you gonna expect him to fall in love with multiple people and like know which one the most in love with it doesn't make any sense to me yeah he hasn't hasn't uh found love in 28 years and he's supposed to uh fall in love with uh like a couple of people in a couple of weeks so i mean yeah, it's gonna be I, really like, weird i'll see how it unfolds maybe he'll be really mature about it but i i just don't think that's a great hook it kind of is confusing yeah. to me and i'm like having doubts about him but we will discuss that more next um, yeah so you want to pre- like talk about what's gonna happen next week so monday is fantasy tuesday is finale finale. um they're they literally really wrapping this up um and i mean the it's gonna be two weeks from the 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 finale to uh, matt james premiere um for the bachelor so fantasy suites the clips from fantasy suites i've already seen is really rough i mean they're staying at a resort they all have rooms. They all have really nice hotel rooms, and they decided to do it in an RV. Yeah, <laughs> like a what? lit up RV. That was the weirdest thing. I hope it's not true, but like we see Tasha closing the door in an RV, like thing that they set up. So like, I don't understand. That's the weirdest thing. Like they're all living in these nice hotel rooms at a resort, <laughs> and they chose to do it in this dumb R- lit up RV. I mean, I'm just talking about logistics here. I mean the. Uh, instead of these nice hotel rooms we're doing it in this this little rv it's strange 
And also, uh, but yeah, I, wise, like the rooms themselves are more spacious for the camera people to like. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, it's it's weird stuff. So I mean, we'll definitely uh, um, see how those fantasy suites go. I'm uh, honestly uh, think all all the guys will uh, be fine, but uh, I think Zach's gonna uh, cement his victory. Um, doesn't have to do too much here. Just has to put up a good showing on Monday and then Tuesday. He's gonna get the bid and get the uh, get the ring. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and we kind of gave a preview of who he thinks is gonna win throughout this whole app, but it's gonna be Zach, and then it's gonna be Brendan, then it's gonna be Ivan, and I mean, Tasha's gonna be a wreck because we saw how she is sending home Blake. She's gonna be an absolute wreck home Ivan and sending home Brendan as well. So I agree. Um, I kind of take the suspense out of like who's actually going to win, but still uh, I'm going to be a little disappointed when Zach wins. I mean, we've been really shitting on Zach <laughs> on this podcast, yeah, but so- I think he's a nice guy. I just don't think he's the best for Tasha. I bet he's a nice guy. Like he's obviously has a great story and seems like a great guy, but I don't think he's the best for Tasha. And also like, you know what, if he ends up with Tasha, then they'll run off and do their thing. And then like, I won't have to deal with it in bachelor nation again. Yeah. So maybe it's a win-win. Or there's a, there's a silver lining to both sides. I And we've also been talking up the fact that Zach, that we think Zach is going to win. It's like, we, both of us have not seen any sort of spoilers. No. Like, yeah, actually awesome edits and predictions, yeah. And so if like Brendan or Ivan pulls it out of wherever. I was a surprise. We love it. It would make me feel great. Be on this I podcast so and I would, I would love every second of it. Yep. I would be so positively shocked. Like that would just be great. But I don't think it's going to happen. Nah, yeah. Um. So you want to, uh, so the casting for uh, Matt James's Bachelor season came out. So uh, we'd be remiss if we wouldn't, didn't, we'll touch on it a little bit. Um, so any uh, standouts for you from this cast? I, have a I So I don't know. Like I always tend to think that all the girls look the same and seem the same to me. And so I, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts, but I think like looking at it, like they're all beautiful, like, and they're yeah. all like around the same age and they all have like the same typical jobs as usual. So it's hard without seeing like any sort of confessional or like peek into their lives. And I like to hear them like talk just the way yeah. that they hold themselves. I can't get that from this first glimpse, but what do you have to say about it? Because then I may have a response. Yeah. So one, uh, one of our favorite bachelor Twitter accounts is at voucher data on Twitter. They tracked how many Insta followers each of them have, and far and uh, above everyone is Kit. Um, she's 21, so she's my age. That's And young. she just graduated NYU early. Um, she has 42K followers uh, on Insta. Um, she's going to be a fan favorite. She's 21 years old, though. It's insane. I will never twenty-eight. Be- I'm never going to be a fan of someone who's 21 getting married. She's, so she's a fashion entrepreneur. I think she's just going on for clout. And, uh, but she's 21, just graduated NYU, and she's going on The Bachelor. No one who um, is 21 is ready to get married. Like, no, I'm it's, sorry. it's all uh, a clout ploy. Um, like her bio is she, Kit is the first to admit she is a horrible RBF, resting bitch face. <laughs> uh, men in flip flops make Kit mad. Kit can surf in high heels. Um, she's going to be a fan favorite, most Insta followers. Um, she's going to be probably one of the more popular um ones talked about i don't know and then corinne the second uh most followed uh contestant 28k followers on insta um she uh works for like her family restaurant in connecticut also she and i know you love this one 
Corinne loves Disney World and has been there more times than she can count. So oh no, she's huge like, red flag in your horrible. in your book. <laughs> I hate Disney people. Um, yeah, I mean, she's she? all, she's twenty two. There are some really young girls. Why are they so young? Why are they so young? They're not ready to get married. I don't like that. To me, is like you just want the clout, which is fine. Yeah. But just like find the clout another way. There's not. A lot, I mean, this is a great way for clout. Um, there's some older women. Um, and as you get down the list, like of the Insta, like, so Lauren, there's this one corporate attorney. She's a little older. She's around Matt James's age. She's 924 followers on Insta. That's it? Yeah. So I don't know how they found her. Um, but one of my favorites was Bree. She's a, a communications uh, manager for a, it says high profile social media company and lives in San Francisco. So she's in like face the Facebook or Twitter corporate office in Silicon Valley. It's pretty cool. That's a cool um, job. But yeah, and she's 24. I mean, these these girls are really young. And um, I remember like Hannah and Madison were both like 22. Victoria was 24. And I don't know. I think what we've seen from this season about like from mature guys, you get a lot of you get a lot of good uh, content. Like you might not get the drama, but you get like real life experiences. And it gets closer to dating in real life when you have these more mature guys. Um, but obviously they want the slop. They want the drama. They want all the tea. So they're just going to get all these really young girls fresh out of college, get them really drunk on a resort and uh, just see what happens. Um, make them stay up all night, get them really drunk, get them on no sleep. And of course, get a classic bachelor season. That's what I think too, because this season was so just devoid of any sort of drama because all the guys were so great. Mature. I kind of liked it. I, I liked it though. <laughs> I prefer it as well because I can actually see these relationships and like these deep conversations happening. But I think they're trying to, since the turnaround is so quick, it makes sense to me that they want to foil this past season. Yeah, like just with Matt James, with all the drama, especially because the girls typically cause yep. more drama and it's sort of like catty stuff, yeah. which the guys don't do. So I think that's probably their aim. And I'm glad to talk about the drama, like that's fine. But I don't know if that true love will be the same as we've seen it on Tasha's season. This is going to be the most dramatic season we've ever seen, I think. I that's hope so. Prediction. I mean, it's going to be all the slop that Bachelor Nation <laughs> loves to just, um, just eat it up. It's going to be so much drama. Um, the uh, there, there's a range of ages here so like i think the young uh really popular on insta uh those girls are just for the drama um yeah. and there's some actually real contenders that uh i think matt james will like and obviously their hook is that he's never been in love um and they're also on a resort in pennsylvania um it was just filmed in like the it might be like cold so it's gonna be weird to see not on like a resort in hot weather or warm weather it's gonna be it might be a little cold and they're going to be in Pennsylvania. I don't know. It's going to be they interesting how they do it. probably from their mistakes is what I'm guessing. Yeah, honestly. Like, whoever decided to go to Palm Springs for the summer and have it be 120 degrees and have them do all this activity. Um. Yeah, seriously. I just can't wait. It's going to be a killer season. Hopefully a really good comparison to what we've seen this season. I think that's all the time that we have for today. So we can put a pin in all of that speculation here. Thank you for listening to the Journey Podcast. We'll see you next week. I haven't decided if we're going to do an episode after Fantasy Suites and an episode after the finale or just a finale episode. But there's, either way, there's going to be a ton going on. So make sure you're here. You're not going to want to miss this.
कुछ